Welcome to this continuing series from Morgan Rees. What to visit, accommodations, where to eat, and things to see. London trip ideas, attractions, restaurants, and hotels. I'm glad you joined us. We're at the airport and we're about to go to London and we're going to take you through every bit of the trip. Now we're in Heathrow Airport in London, England on this leg of the journey. A good trip starts with a great hotel. Stay in the London Hard Rock Hotel to experience rock star level treatment. The London Hard Rock Hotel has over 100 pieces of music memorabilia celebrating former residents such as Jimi Hendrix, Freddie Mercury, Diana Ross, and Bob Dylan. Here we are in front of Stonehenge. This is going to be interesting. Stonehenge is a prehistoric stone circle monument, a cemetery, and an archaeological site located in Salisbury Plain. It was erected sometime between 3000 BC and 2000 BC. Stonehenge is the most archaeological sophisticated stone circle in the world. Stonehenge shows that prehistoric people were creative and sophisticated, building large monuments in earth, timber, and stone, only using simple tools. The monuments were built over a period of more than 2,000 years ago. Many of them still survive today, thousands of years later, providing us a unique insight to the ceremonies and beliefs of that time. Stonehenge is celebrated for being aligned on the midsummer sunrise, which attracts thousands of people on the longest day of the year. Smaller stones, referred to as blue stones, they often have a blue tinge when wet or freshly broken. They can weigh up to four tons and having been transported as far as 140 miles. The larger stones are known as sarsens and they are up to 30 feet tall and weigh 25 tons on average. The most common theory of how these prehistoric people moved these giant stones was they created a track of logs which the large stones were rolled along. Leave London and travel to the Roman Baths from which the city derives its name. Hi, we're about to have a little quick walkthrough on the Roman Baths. The Bath Abbey founded in the 7th century. Brilliant. Okay, so water you run. Just to reiterate, I know you've already been told there's no touching the water, no drinking it, it's absolutely foul. No chewing. The Great Bath is a massive pool lined with 45 sheets of lead and filled with hot spa water. It once stood in an enormous barrel vaulted hall that rose to a height of 131 feet. Romans took a bath every day. They did not use soap, they used olive oil. Women bathed during the day and men bathed at night. The gilded bronze head of the goddess Minerva is one of the best known objects from Rome, Britain. 
The Roman Baths collection contains thousands of historical finds from pre-Roman and Roman Britain. Rome baths were part of the day-to-day -day life in ancient Rome. Bath in Somerset contains one of the best examples of a Roman bath complex in Europe. For personal hygiene, people went to the local baths. However, the local bath complex was also a gathering point and served very useful to the community and for social functions. Here, people could also relax, keep clean, and keep up with the latest news. A visitor could use a cold bath, a warm bath, and a hot bath. A visitor would spend some time in each one of these before leaving. The hot bathroom was very hot and steamy, and it was heated by an underfloor heating system using tunnels with hot air heated by a furnace tended by slaves. This was the hottest room in a sequence of bathing rooms. After the hot bathroom, bathers would progress back through the warm bathroom, ultimately to the cold bathroom. Somewhere in the facility would be a hot, dry area for inducing sweat. Bath is located on a natural geothermal spring. Well, that was the Roman Baths. I hope you enjoyed our walkthrough. Quite an elaborate ceremony at the changing of the guards. Changing the guard begins on the forecourt of Buckingham Palace at 11 o'clock sharp. Changing the guard ceremony lasts for approximately 45 minutes. Enjoy a striking display of British pomp and pageantry. We're about to go into Her Majesty's Tower of London. The Tower of London, founded by William the Conqueror in 1070, is one of the world's most famous fortresses and one of Britain's most visited historic sites. This powerful and enduring symbol has been enjoyed as a royal palace, served as an armory, and a prison, and even housed a royal zoo. Kings and queens of England have stored crowns, robes, and other items of their ceremonial regalia at the Tower of London for over 600 years. Be prepared to be dazzled by breathtaking, world-famous collection of 23,500 gemstones at the Tower of London. 
For 500 years, monarchs also used the tower as a surprisingly luxurious palace. Over 30 million people have seen them in their present settings at the tower. But what's most remarkable is all of it is a unique working collection. The Line of Kings is the longest running visitor attraction in the world. Line of Kings was created in the 17th century as the most secure castle in the land the tower guarded royal possessions and even the royal family in times of war and rebellion I hope you enjoyed Her Majesty's Tower of London. Brasserie Blanc, French dining in the South Bank. Mere minutes walk from Waterloo Station, the London Eye, the Royal Festival Hall, and all of the cultural attractions of South Bank. Visitors can take a refreshing break to enjoy one of the craft beers cocktails at one of the two bars with a great conversation. Expect a warm welcome and real French food with a heart. standing in front of Windsor Castle and I hope you enjoy what you're about to see. Windsor Castle has been a residence and a fortress for almost 950 years. It is one of the oldest and largest continually occupied castles in the world. It is wildly famous for its stellar British architecture as well. Windsor Castle is a scenic affair that will walk you down years of British monarchy. Windsor Castle is a strategic outlook overseeing the river's tam to guard against potential invasions. Construction started around 1070 AD. Windsor Castle stretches across more than 13 acres. Windsor Castle is always owned by whoever is the reigning monarch at the time. The castle has an impressive history and its role today is as an official residence of the Queen. Look at the flag flying from the castle's round tower. If it's the royal standard, the queen will be there too. Windsor Castle is often used by the queen to host state visits from overseas monarchs and presidents. That ends our tour of Windsor Castle. Hope you enjoyed it. Well, we're at Heathrow Airport heading back to San Jose. We had a good time. If you'd like to learn more, log on to www.morganrees.com. That's morganrees.com. Thanks for listening.